Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jen. And I'm Vernisa, coming out of Los Angeles, California, with the Speak, Speak Up, Up podcast. podcast. And you're tuned in with the Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Do your thing, Dre. Yo, what's happening? It's your man, a guru here from Guru Speaks Podcast. And you're not checking out Sportsway with my dog, Dre Day. Get with it and get ran over. Biatch. What time is it? I said, what time is it? It's episode time, motherfuckers. What up, what up, what up? This is your man, Dre Day. You are tuned in to a brand new episode with Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Uh, this episode here, I believe this is episode 68. So, you know, we going, you know, I'm just basically giving y'all, you know, what they call, what, what, what they used to call in this school, like the, uh, what is it? Damn, I'm trying to remember. I'm, I'm trying to remember, man. I ain't that far behind from going to school. I'm trying. I'm trying to think what it was. Objective. I think it was. I think it was objective or some shit like that. Um, basically, I'm gonna speak on, you know, what the episode is gonna be about. You know what I'm saying? And um, this episode, you know, I'm gonna do my state of the Patriots. Um, you know, I'm gonna speak on that. You know, obviously we won over the weekend against the Redskins, so I'm gonna give my, you know, you know, give my opinion about the game or whatnot. Um, I'm going to also do, you know, my week five recap. Um, it's two teams in particular that I want to speak about. Um, and my SLA network brothers, um, Matt, Maddie, Matt, and, um, Aaron B. They're not going to be too happy with me. Well, actually one of them will, because he actually told me to, you know, give his team the business. So, you know, I will not let you down, Maddie Matt. <laughs> I, I, I will not let you down. So uh, you know, you know, uh, you know, you know. I must, you know, I must speak on, you know, what's going on with the Cleveland Browns, and I'm also going to speak on the Dallas Cowboys, and you know, a bunch of other stuff that happened within, you know, Week Five. Of course, you know, I got to do my um, Player of the Week, which is going to be a tough one because I got a couple of candidates. Um, I, had, I had a couple of candidates to choose from, but you know. I you know I basically I, I narrowed it down and y'all find out who I would have for player of the player of the week. Of course, I'm gonna do my NFL picks for week six, and I'm also gonna speak about my New York Yankees because we are advancing to the ALCS. We are currently waiting right now for the winner of the Houston Astros and Tampa Bay Rays, so then that way we can dance with them. Um, I guess this weekend or sometime next week. So. That's what basically is going to be on this episode. That's the objective that's going to be on this episode. So don't go anywhere. Your boy is going to take a quick break, a quick, quick break. And when he when I get back, we're going to speak about, you know, those 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 segments that, you know, I just spoke about. So this is your man Dre Day from Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. And when your boy gets back, we're going to get into this episode. Holla. What up? What up? What up? Your boy's back. Um, Sportswear with Dre Day podcast. Um, damn, it's pouring like a muv out here, man. Yo, this is the this is the perfect day to just stay home, relax, and be up in some pussy. God damn.
damn, did I say that out loud? God damn, man. My 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 fault for that. My fault for that. But yeah, it, it's, it's pouring like a mob out there. But y'all know how this is, man. It's raining. You want to be cuddled up with your loved ones. You know what they call that? Netflix and chill. Um, you know, you can have some Netflix and chill. You can have some Hulu and chill. You know, I'm just you know you know I'm just speaking out loud or whatever. You know what I mean? But let me just get back. You know, into the episode. Um. You know, let me just get back into the episode now. Let me get back into the realm of things. Um, this is episode 68. And the first segment, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to speak on, you know, my New England Patriots. Um, we're still undefeated. In fact, I think we're the only undefeated team left in the AFC. The 49ers is the um, only other team in the, NF- in the NFC that's undefeated, which is quite crazy because you think about it. Jimmy G used to be with us. Now he's with the 49ers. They're undefeated. I didn't really expect us to lose any games already. So Brady, Jimmy G, like, ooh, maybe we can have that for a Super Bowl. That's neither here nor there. You know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking out loud or whatever. But, yeah, we're the only team in the AFC that's still undefeated. Um, This past weekend, we played the Washington Redskins. Um, Not to my surprise, we won. We won 33-7. Um, we did, you know, you know, we did have some trouble um, in the beginning of the game. You know, we couldn't really score um, no touchdowns, at least. Like, basically, we was just garnering up field goals. The Redskins did draw first blood. Um, I forgot what I, I forgot. I forgot what was homeboy's name. Um, I think his name is Sims from the Redskins. He ran a 65-yard touchdown. That was pretty much the only spark that the Redskins had the whole game. Um, obviously, in the second half, we took over. Um, Brady was, you know, Brady got back to being himself. Um, three hundred and forty-eight passing yards for the game, three touchdowns, one interception. I'm getting tired of these interceptions in the red zone, though, Brady. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, this is this this is the second straight week. That you have thrown an interception in the red zone. Now, Brady, you know you my man. You know I love you a hundred grand. But these interceptions in the red zone gotta stop. Um, I think that I think the interception over this past weekend against the Redskins, I think you was trying to throw it out of bounds. I don't think you was actually looking for a receiver. I actually think you was trying to throw it out of bounds. And then, you know, the defender wound up being there, and then, bam, he caught the interception. But please, I need you to stop these red zone interceptions. You're irking my nerves. You're making my dick itch by saying that. Oh, whoa, I'm, I'm, getting a little, I'm getting a little too crazy with it right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get it together. Let me get it together. But, um, yeah. Um, but I will say this about you, Brady. Congrats um, and moving into third place all time on the passing yards list. Um, he passed Brett Favre during that game. So now all that's left is um, Peyton Manning and Drew Brees. I believe Peyton Manning is number two, and then Drew Brees is number one. So if all else works, let me knock on wood. If he can continue to play this season, I think probably sometime this season, he'll probably wind up being the all-time passing yards leader at season's end. But... Let's see what happens, you know what I'm saying? Um another thing I got to get you for. You've been you were sacked four times. Um our O-line is hurt. There's no like there's no secret to that. Our O-line is hurt. Our offensive line is crippled right now. We're missing we're, we're, we're missing some key pieces. 
I think three of the five, I think three of our five starters are hurt. So now you got guys out there that are rookies or really don't even play that much out there protecting Brady. So Brady is pretty much out there fending for his life right now because a lot of these teams see that three of his five starters is hurt. Well, three of the five old linemen are hurt, are hurt or they're not out there. So now they're trying to do everything they can to get, you know, to get towards Brady. And for these last two weeks, you know, Buffalo, they got to Brady. The Redskins, they got to Brady. Even though, you know, they're, you know, even though they're trash, but, you know, who don't want to sack Tom Brady? You know what I'm saying? Who don't, you know, you know what I'm saying? Who don't want to put him on their ass? Um, Sonny, Sonny Michelle, he played great. 91 yards, got a touchdown. My man, Julian Edelman, he got back into the fold. This was probably his best game so far this season, eight catches, 110 yards. He wound up getting in the end zone. Our defense, our, our defense is stellar again. I just said it. We only gave up seven points on defense. Jason McCordy caught an interception. Jamie Collins got a fumble recovery. Uh, we forced the Redskins to be one for 11 on third down conversions. Um, we did give up 145 yards on the ground. Like I said, Sims from the Redskins, he had that 65-yard run. And then, of course, everybody else that wound up running, they garnered up 145 yards in, to in total. Um, for our fourth straight game, we've had at least five sacks. Fifth straight game, we've given up, with, without giving up a touchdown pass. So, basically, throughout, basically this whole season, we haven't given up a touchdown pass. We've, 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 it's only been five games this season. And for all five games, we have not given up a touchdown pass. So that right there is amazing in itself. You can make a case right now that through these five games, our defense is elite. We are one of the top defensive, one of the defenses in the league, probably top three. You know what I'm saying? Top three right now, if you really, if, if, if you really think about it. Now, again, we're undefeated. That's the fifth time in our history that we've done that. This is our first time since 2007, and we all know what happened that year, you know, with the whole perfect regular season. And then, obviously, you know, we lost to the Giants um, in the Super Bowl, making us 18-1. and I hate saying that shit, but... I got to be objective. I got I to gotta call reality. It is what it is. So, you know, just had to get that out there. Um, unfortunately, we're dealing with a lot of injuries right now. We're dealing with a lot of them. Um, Philip Dorsett, he got pulled out of the game in the second half over, over the weekend. Um, a hamstring injury. So, hopefully, he's a go, you know, for Thursday's game against, against the Giants. Rex Burkhead, he has a foot injury. He was out for that. He was he was out for that game. Um, Patrick Chung, heel injury. He was out for that game. So we're hurting right now. We're truly hurting right now. And we just released um, Ben Watson, who was a tight end. I mean, we still have two other good tight ends. You know, we have we have a guy named Izzo. And we have a guy named Lagrosse. And the only reason why I know them so well is because I play Madden. CSG King 85 is, you know, is the is my PSN name on, on PS4. So if you want to get that work, 
That's my name, CSG. Uh, let me say it slow so y'all can hear me. CSG King 1985. All right, y'all got that? So if y'all want to send me a request and get your ads beat on Madden, that's the name right there. So there you go. So yeah, so, so we're dealing with a lot of injuries right now this season. A lot of injuries. And hopefully it doesn't, you know, catch us, you know, playoff time or even before playoffs. But right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, but right now we're having a lot of injuries. I was kind of hoping that Gronk would somewhat come back. But it's being reported that he's going to be one of the newest football analysts on Fox Sports. So if he got that job, then it's definitely impossible for him you know what I'm saying, to come back and um, play um, in the NFL this season and help us, you know, defend our title. But, you know, I have to be objective. And even though we're 5-0, I still think our offense is very inconsistent. The defense is top-notch. I can honestly say for our games this season, we're 5-0. I can honestly say that three of the games – have been because of our defense. Three games have been because of our defense. I mean, yes, Brady did his thing against Pittsburgh. So you can make a case that was offense and defense. Um, we played, you know, we you know we played Miami. That was that was an offensive ass whooping. Um, then you could say Buffalo. Our defense saved us on that one. Um, the Jets game, you can go 50-50. This game here was definitely the defense. You know what I'm saying? So we're looking good right now. You know, we're looking good right now. Through the five games, if I had to grade us as a team, um, I would give us a B minus right now. But again, it's it's a lot, it's a lot more football to go. You know, we can get better, and hopefully on offense we can get better. You know, I hate to say it. I miss Antonio Brown, but for whatever the reason may be, they felt the need that they had to get rid of him. I was kind of hoping that he would stay. Um, I was eager to see, you know, how him and Brady would be able to mesh. Brady wasn't too happy about that. Um, but again, you know, let's see what happens. You know, we're five and zero. We're undefeated. We're we're winning in the division. Um, we got home field advantage right now at this point. Because we're the only team in the AFC that's undefeated, so the future, so 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 the rest of the season is very promising. Um, we got some intriguing games coming up, and you know I'm gonna get into that, you know, later on in the episode. But this right here was just basically my state of the Patriots recapping re week five, and um, again we beat the Redskins 33 to seven. We gave them that business. Um, Brady moved up. In the passing yards, all-time list, he was able to do that. And, uh, again, our defense was elite. So that was pretty much, you know, the recap for my State of the Patriots for Week 5. So it's a wrap for that segment. So when your boy comes back, um, we're going to take a quick little break. And when your boy gets back, I'm going to take a break from football just a little bit. And I want to speak about my New York Yankees because I know how this works. I'm going to just call it what it is. There's certain segments I'm quite sure people don't listen to, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with. I, I'm, I, I'm totally with it. I totally understand. But this segment, my Yankee segment, I need y'all to listen to that one. 
You know, I need I, I need y'all to really absorb that segment. You know what I'm saying? I could have did it first because that's how excited, that's how very amazed I am at what we've done so far in these playoffs. I could have made it the first segment, but I said, you know what? Let me just do my state of the Patriots. So I'm going to take a break from the NFL just a little bit. You're going to hear some more NFL talk, so calm down. But I gotta speak about my I gotta speak about my Yankees. I gotta speak about pinstripe pride. Okay? I gotta speak about my Bronx Bombers. So when your boy gets back, we're gonna speak on that. And uh This is your man Dre Day from Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. And when your boy gets back, we're gonna speak about my Yankees. So don't go anywhere. Um the weather is nice. Look outside, watch the rain come down. Um What's that five heartbeat song? Nights like this, I wish that raindrops will fall. Well, raindrops are falling right now. So enjoy the view. Get your relaxation on. Have you a have you a cup of tea or something. And when your boy gets back, again, I'm going to speak on, you know, um, my New York Yankees. So this is your man Dre Day from Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Holla. This is Lucky Lucky the Great. Of the Transparent Trap House Podcast. You are now rocking with Brooklyn's own Sportsway with Dre Day. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. Segment two. Segment two. How about my Yankees? How about my New York Yankees? How about them 27-time world champions in the game of Major League Baseball? How about them? Um... We are the only team right now that's in these playoffs that have ended their series quick, fast, in a hurry. Um, The other series, all of them are all going to game fives. Um, The Dodgers and Nationals are going to a fifth deciding game. The Cardinals and the Braves are going to deciding games. I actually think those two games are actually today, if I'm not mistaken. I think both of those games go on today. And the Astros and Rays play tomorrow. All three of those games are decisive games. Win or go home. Us, on the other hand, we took care of business. And we took care of business ASAP. And we got the Minnesota Twins out of here quick, fast, in a hurry. But I do want to say salute to them. They had a great season. Um, I believe they had 100-plus wins. They had the all-time record for home runs in the season. So I give my props to them. Give it to them. Am I surprised that we swept them? No, not really. Because, I mean, if you really think about it, you know, we've had an amazing winning streak with them as it pertains to playing them in the postseason. Let's just call it what it is. You know what I mean? Um, we have won 13 straight against them in the playoffs. So if you take into account 2009, um, 2010, um, the wild card game a few years ago, now this. I mean, my math may be off just a little bit, but we didn't lose a game to them in the playoffs. We didn't. Now, I will admit, I did say that if we can get the first two games at home, if we can defend home field, 
win game one and game two, I can see the Twins probably winning game three, and then we'll probably close it out in game four. That wasn't the case. They said, Dre, we're going to do you one better. We're going to sweep them. We're not even going to let them win no game. So let's just get into it. Game one, 10-4. Smoked them, 10-4. Um, DJ LeMayu, he had a home run. Drove in four runs as well. Gleyber Torres, he had a key two-run double to break a tie within that game. James Paxson, who I was very crucial for, who I was very, let me not say critical of, in the beginning of the season. Towards the latter end of the season, and now his first playoff game, he pitched four and two-thirds, eight strikeouts. Our bullpen did their thing. Even though, you know, it was a cakewalk, we won 10-4, to four, our bullpen didn't really have any hiccups. You know, it was quick, fast. It was quick work. It was light work. It was easy work for the bullpen. Bam. We go to game two. We won eight to two. We had a seven-run third inning. D.D. Glorious capped it off with a grand tsunami, okay? Tanaka, five innings. He pitched five innings, gave up three hits, seven strikeouts. I'm actually glad that he pitched at home as opposed to pitching on the road. Because when he's on the road, doesn't really pitch that well. But when he pitches at home, especially in the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? He you know, he 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 does great p- pitching in the postseason at home. So again, the bullpen was solid again. I mean, I forgot homeboy's name that pitched the ninth inning for us. Um he was a little, you know, a little iffy or whatnot, but Nothing to snooze at. We wind up winning that game. Game three. Our ace from last year showed up. Luis Salvarino. He's back now. He's back and he came back just in time for this championship push. He got out of two jams. Quick, fast, in a hurry. First inning, bases loaded. No outs. He wound up getting out of that jam. Second inning. They had bases loaded. He got out of that jam. He did an amazing job. Even though he didn't really pitch that many innings, I think he only pitched, I think, four innings, if I'm not mistaken, which I think they're playing it safe because, you know, he still just came back from injury. So we don't want to have him pitch six, seven innings or whatever. We got a stellar bullpen. Let's, let's put our bullpen to work, and we was able to do that. Gleyber Torres. He had a home run in the second inning. But not only did he do that, he made some key defensive plays for us, especially in the fifth inning when Minnesota could have had them a little run. We pulled that shift. My man ran in the grass, got that ball, threw it to LeMayu, got the out, ended the inning. That saved us from having any drama. Aaron Judge, he had a great fielding play as well to save a run in the seventh inning. Um, we was able to get some insurance runs in the ninth inning because Rosado, he had hit a home run in the bottom of the eighth. Cameron Mablin, he hit a home run at the top of the ninth. Didi, he brought in a run in the ninth inning. And then, bam, we bring Chapman in. Well, actually, Chapman came in at the bottom of the eighth because Minnesota was, you know, starting to make a little bit of noise. So it's like, all right, we got to bring in, we got to bring in the heat now. And we was able to do that. Chapman, he had his little struggles in the top of the knife. Definitely had a brother nervous 
sitting in his chair. He definitely had me nervous a little bit, but he was able to get out of it. You know what I'm saying? He was able to get out of it. I believe he had two strikeouts. I think he struck Nelson Cruz out to end the game. We wound up celebrating. We wound up enjoying ourselves. It was reported that Chapman injured his hand during the celebration, you know, in the locker room. Supposedly a champagne bottle hit his hand, but he said he'll be fine. He said he'll be ready to go for the ALCS. So here we go. Right now, we're just sitting back. we waiting to see what's going to happen with Tampa and Houston. Listen, I said Houston was going to win that series. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with it. Now, do a part of me want them to lose? You're damn right I want them to lose because they was the team I was worried about to begin with. I was worried about no other team. No other team I was worried about in the American League except them. Tampa is great. Don't get me wrong. You know, you know, you know, we was going back and forth with them for the division lead for the for, for the most part of the season. Um, they're the lowest payroll team, but they're doing their thing in the playoffs right now. Cause I ain't even gonna lie, when they was down 0-2, I'm like, yeah, they're done. You know, they're finished. I ain't even think they'll get a win, especially with the pitching rotation from the Astros. And for them to win they're two games at home, and now it's about to go play a deciding game tomorrow in Houston and try to pull an upset. Salute to them. But as division rivals, I don't like them. I can't stand them. I, I'm not going to say I hate them. Red Sox, I hate. Rays, they're division rivals. I just can't stand them. So let's see what happens with that. But at least we got a few more days to, you know, kick back and, you know, see what happens. You know what I'm saying? But there it is. That's three, that's three wins in the bag. That's three wins. We just need eight more. Yankees, we just need, we just need eight more wins. And then we got that 28th World Championship. So I'm very optimistic. I'm very hopeful. I'm very excited. But the work is not done yet. The work is not done yet. I haven't bought any postseason um, shirts. I haven't bought any postseason hats because I don't do that. I do it when the season is over. And when the season is over, the shirt says World Series Champions. Those are the only shirts I buy when it comes to any of my teams. I don't buy conference champions. I don't buy American League champion shirts. I buy World Series Champion shirts or NBA champion shirts. That's how I operate. So Yankees, your boy has saved his money. At the end of the season, I want to get my 2019 World Series championship shirt and well, World Series champion shirt. And, you know, we're eight wins away from making that happen. So we got through the twins. Light work. Congrats. You know what I'm saying? But the work is not done yet. We still got two more rounds to go. So, again, ALCS, here we come. Let's go, Yankees. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Let's go, Yankees. Let's go. So it's a wrap for this segment. I just had to speak on them real quick. I ain't want to really get too heavy into it. There's more I could have said, but I just had to speak on that real quick. So when your boy gets back, we're going to go back into football. And uh, I'm going to have to take um, the Cleveland Browns to church. Um, I'm going to have to get real biblical on them. 
you know, when I get back. So don't go anywhere. It's your man Dre Day Sports with Dre Day Podcast. So, you know, if you you know, if you wanna if you wanna hear a sermon, you know, like 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 they do in church, don't go anywhere. Come right back right after this break because I'm gonna get real biblical on the Cleveland Browns. So this your man Dre Day Sports with Dre Day Podcast. Your boy be right back. Holla. Really quickly, I just want to say thank you so much to Dre Day. Dre Day actually did my job, and he did an amazing job. I want to say thank you once again. But other than that, definitely follow his podcast. His podcast is Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. He's streaming on so many streaming platforms for podcasts just like myself. His podcast is about unfiltered um, opinions and such of the sports world from NBA to MLB to wrestling and I wonder if he does MMA that's a very good question Dre Day please answer that for me you can follow his Instagram handle at Sportsway with Dre Day podcast and also that links to his other social media pages but once again his podcast is Sportsway with Dre Day podcast definitely check him out and once again thank you so much for the support you know all we can do is spread love is the Brooklyn way what up what up what up your boy is back Sportsway with Dre Day podcast um, I'm gonna get back to some football. Um, I just had to gloat about my Yankees real quick about us advancing to the ALCS. So I had to, you know, find some time to, you know, rep them. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I do. I rep my teams and I rep them hard. You know what I'm saying? So New York, stand up. You know what I mean? Um, but this segment here, we're gonna get back into football, and I'm going to speak about these Cleveland Browns. Now, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to do it. But um, my, one of my SLA network brother, Maddie Matt, um, he has his own podcast, Maddie Matt Talks. Um, go check him, you know, go check him out. He's a Cleveland Browns fan. And uh, he told me straight out, give it to him. Give him the business. Hand it, you know. Go to work on them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He said, go, he said, go to work on his Cleveland Browns. He said, I hope you go in on my Browns, bro. Be relentless. He said, light a fire in that tail. Well, if you telling me to do it, and that's your team, and you telling me to do it, then I guess, you know what I'm saying? I guess I got to oblige by it. I guess I got to do it. Having said all that, Right now, they're two and three. They haven't had no back-to-back wins this season. They got smoked by the 49ers, 31-3. Baker Mayfield has been trashed this season. I'm going to just call it what it is. Odell, I'm going to get to him later. Trust me, I'm going to get to him later. Their defense has been bad. Their coach is even horrible. Is it safe to say that we can officially say that the Cleveland Browns are overrated? Remember all that hype that took place before the season started? Oh, they got Odell. He's going to be back with his friend Jarvis. They got Olivier Vernon. Miles Garrett is going to be top notch. Oh, Baker Mayfield is going to be this. He's going to be that. Remember all that talk? All that talk ain't happening now, huh? Like I said, they have not had a winning streak so far this season. 
They lost the game. They won a game. They lost the game. They won a game. They lost the game. Too much inconsistency right now with the Cleveland Browns. Now, what they can say is they're second in the division. That's the only positive thing they can say. They're not in last. They're not in third. But their record speaks otherwise. Baker Mayfield, let me talk to you for a minute. 8 for 22, 100 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions against the Niners. I'm actually happy because my man Richard Sherman got one of the interceptions. In fact, it was the first, it was the first drive for y'all in the game. He caught an interception. You had two fumbles, one loss. You lost one fumble. Baker Mayfield, since you have been the starter for the Cleveland Browns, you are leading the NFL in interceptions. You came, you became a starter for them sometime last season. I don't know the exact game. But since you've been there, since you've been starting, so for a season and a half right now, you are a leader in interceptions. What you trying to do, be Eli Manning out there? Because that's what it looks like to me. So far this season, 1,247 yards, four touchdowns, eight interceptions. I don't know what it is with you out there. You're fidgeting. You're double-cutting the ball. What is it with you out there? What happened to all this hype about you? Number one draft pick. They even had the nerve to compare you to Brett Favre. Now, I get it. You're both white boys. But game-wise, I don't see the similarity at all. I don't see the similarity at all. I see Brett Favre as a better leader. There have been certain games and certain situations, like take that game against the Rams, for example. That whole, that, that, that last drive, that last drive where you could have helped Cleveland either win the game or go into overtime. You had four plays to make something happen. And all four plays, you came incomplete. Blank. You know how men try to shoot up girls' clubs and they can't? They shot blanks? That's what you did. You shot a blank in that game. Brett Favre, I'm quite sure, would have came up with something. He would have drove his team to a touchdown. Or he probably would have drove them to victory had they converted on a two-point conversion. You, my friend Baker, didn't do that. Didn't do that at all. What happened to all this trash talk? What happened to, oh, I guess I woke up dangerous. You ain't been feeling dangerous so far this season, have you, Baker? Get it together. Odell, Odell, Odell. Ha, I love talking about you. I love talking about you. Because I love the fact that there's so many people out there that have this fascination with you. About you being a top wide receiver in the league and all this, that, and the third. Listen, I said it in one of my previous episodes. You are not a top five receiver in my eyes. I'm sorry, you're not. And see, here's the thing. They tried to blame Eli for all the problems that you had. Now you come to Cleveland. You were supposed to get a fresh start. You were supposed to get a brand new opportunity. We were supposed to see what... Eli was lacking. Baker was going to help with that. Well, guess what, Odell? In five games so far, you have 335 receiving yards. You only have one touchdown. 
And that was against the Jets. In fact, that was probably the only game where you truly balled out. For two straight games against the Ravens and against the Niners, you only had 20-plus receiving yards. Is that top receiver numbers? No, it's not. See, this is what I love about Odell. And the, and the camera people, I blame y'all for this. Every chance y'all get, y'all love to watch his post. Y'all love watching his pregame warmups. And he always goes out there. He catches these miraculous catches, these one-hand catches, these unnecessary catches that he has to make just to put on a show for the crowd. Well, for these last two games, he hasn't shown that. He hasn't shown anything in these last few games. Nothing. First it was, he went watching the game. What was that? What was that? What, what was you doing with that? Nothing. What you did was, you made it become a distraction. Because now, the games that y'all win and y'all lose, we not talking about that. We talking about Odell coming out here wearing a watch. Attention whore. He's the male version of the Kardashians. Listen. In three primetime games, they've had three primetime games so far this season. The Jets, which I'm not really going to bloviate on that one because, again, it was the Jets. Against the Rams, they could have won that game. Jared Goff did everything in his power to help the Browns win that game, but the Browns couldn't execute. And now, just past Monday, they got their ass beat by the Niners. Their defense gave up 275 rushing yards. 275 rushing yards. Now, let's go into these rankings with the Cleveland Browns because you might as well say they're overrated. Let's just call it what it is. They're overrated. But now, let's get biblical with them. On offense, they're ranked number 25. There's 32 teams in the NFL. That puts them in the bottom seven as far as offense is concerned. They're ranked 23rd in yards, averaging 340 total yards a game. They're ranked 20th in passing yards. Obviously, that has to do with Mr. Baker Mayfield. 228 passing yards. They're ranked 17th in rushing, averaging 112 yards a game. What's going on with Nick Chubb? Why isn't he getting involved? Why, is he, why, 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 why isn't he getting, you know, a lot of reps and touches? I mean, his, his best game was probably the game against Baltimore. That's it. Other than that, he ain't really been doing much. Defense. They're ranked 18th overall. They're ranked 29th in rush defense. That means they're in the bottom three. Mm. Now, to their defense, they've had some injuries. They've had some injuries. Denzel Ward, you know, Greedy Williams, I believe, was hurt a game or so. So, you know, they're crippled in their secondary somewhat. But rush defense, that means your linemen and your linebackers need to be taking account for that. And they're averaging giving up 151 yards in rushing. They're seventh in pass defense. I give them that. Okay, 
cool, cool. 21st in points. They're giving up 24 points a game. They're in the bottom five in giveaways. Eight interceptions, two turnovers. That's 10 in total. And who's responsible for all 10 of those turnovers? Would it happen to be Mr. Baker Mayfield? What happened to all the hype with you? Number one draft pick. Oh, he was a walk-in at Oklahoma. Oh, he was a walk-in at Texas Tech. Last I checked, there have been a bunch of other quarterbacks that have had way more stories to give in their journey in the NFL better than Baker Mayfield. But they don't get the accolades. They, they don't get that love. They don't get that praise. Why not? Do I need to say why? Do I need to go there? Do I need to do? Do I need to say my? my do I need to say my my favorite my my favorite saying? Complexion for the protection for the collection. Do I need to say that? Listen, Baker is Baker is a good quarterback. I'm not gonna sit here and say he's trash. I'm not gonna sit here and say he's a bum. But so far this season, he has been overrated. In fact, since he's been in the league, he's been overrated. He was overrated last season, and guess what? It's carrying on this season. Odell, listen. Y'all need to stop with this bullshit about him being the top receiver in the league. Top three receiver. I think y'all need to take it down a few notches. Is he the most popular receiver? I give you that. Most popular, yes. Most popular. But when it comes time to producing on the field... When you need that clutch catch, when you need that clutch play, is Odell counted on? Is he trustworthy? Is he getting busy on the football field? And guess what? Just like I said, this season so far, he ain't done shit. If you take away that Jets game, where he had 100-something plus yards, where he had that 89-yard touchdown catch, his only touchdown, I might add, if you take away that game, what the fuck has he done this season? I'll rest my case. Javarvis Landry, you, listen, I got nothing to say about you. Nothing to say about you. You're, 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 you're exactly where I expected you to be. Slot receiver, wasn't going to get all the attention because your LSU boy Odell came. So you playing your role. So I can't even knock you. This was more so about Baker and Odell because there was so much hype about them this season. Freddie Kitchens, you might be, you might, you might be coaching for your job this season. And guess what, Browns? Guess what, Cleveland? Your schedule don't even get any better. It gets worse. Because right now, you're two and three. Your season could very much be on the line these next two games. Because you got the Seahawks. Seahawks is riding high right now. Russell Wilson, MVP candidate, you can say. Maybe top three right now in the MVP discussion. Their defense is stellar. I think that's a home game for y'all, but that don't mean nothing. Tennessee went there and smoked y'all. The Rams went there and beat y'all. So who knows? Huh. Seattle might be doing the same thing. And then the next game, you got to come to Foxborough to see us. If y'all think for one split second that y'all going there to win, you're sadly mistaken. So y'all season is very much on the line these next two games. Y'all got to at least split one of them. You got to split one of them. You got to get one of them. You can't lose both of them. You lose both of them, your season is over. Your season is done. Your season is over. So, yes, 
Cleveland Browns, you have been overrated. Y'all are overrated. Y'all ain't done shit all these years. And now all of a sudden, y'all get all this praise. Oh, Cleveland's going to win the division. Y'all ain't winning no division. Y'all better pray to God y'all make the playoffs. Y'all better pray to God. Y'all need to get on y'all knees and pray that y'all make the playoffs. Odell, you remember that game a few years ago? I believe you scored a touchdown and you pretended that you was proposing to the um, the goalpost that knocked the shit out of you on the sideline. Well, you better get on your knees and pray to God that y'all make the playoffs. Because if not, this don't look too good for you because they tried to defend you in New York. They tried to defend you. Oh, he didn't have a quarterback to throw him the ball. Eli was at the end of his rope. Well, guess what? You with a brand new quarterback right now, Baker Mayfield, who has done shit so far since he's been in the league, and he's been overrated. Can he play? Yes. But we need to stop, we, we need to stop comparing these players to people. Stop comparing him to Brett Favre. He is nothing like Brett Favre. Nothing. The only thing he got in common with Brett Favre is his complexion. That's it. His game is nowhere like Brett Favre. Brett Favre got heart. We can't question that. With Baker Mayfield, we can. We can question it. Now, I know a lot of y'all going to say, oh, give it time. It's only his second year. I'm not giving him no time. Why? Because guess what? Y'all keep putting him on this pedestal. So since y'all want to put him on this pedestal, I'm going to hold him to that standard. So stop comparing him to Brett Favre because he ain't jack shit like Brett Favre. So stop the bullshit. Baker, you better get it together. Get it together. But I do love the fact that Nick Bosa got some revenge on you. I love that. You remember that game when you was in Oklahoma and you did the whole flag thing at Ohio State and you planted the flag? I believe it was I, I believe it was at midfield. I believe he planted it on the O at Ohio State. Well, guess what? Nick Bosa got some revenge because he sacked you. I believe he caused the fumble too. And he reenacted that. So I enjoyed that. You know what I'm saying? I enjoyed that. So listen, all the shit that you've talked, every team that you go up against is going to be trying to knock you on your ass. So Nick Bosa ain't the only one. I'm quite sure Clowney in Seattle, he's going to be trying to do it. Bobby Wagner, he's going to be trying to do it. And then when you come to us, I know we definitely going to be trying to do it. So let's go. Your rep is on the line right now, Baker. This is what you wanted. You talked all that shit. Let's get to work. Odell, you too. Remember, you called yourself the new Patriots. Well, guess what? You about to play us in a few weeks. So we're going to show you what it's like to be a Patriot. But I'm done with this segment. You know, I just need to speak on that real quick. Matty Matt, my man, you told me to do it. You told me to light, you told me to light a fire in the ass. So when you hear this, I want you to tell me how I did. But, you know, it's a rap for this. You know what I'm saying? It's a rap about them. I don't really want to, you know, speak about them that much. But I also want to speak about them cowboys. I do want to I do want to speak about them. I gotta speak about them. Now again, Aaron B, another one of my SLA brothers. I hate to do this to y'all team. I hate to do this to y'all teams, but I wouldn't be me if I didn't. The Cowboys. They won their first three games. We all expected them to win their first three games. They beat the Giants. They beat the Dolphins. 
who else they beat? They beat the Redskins. We all expected them to win those three games. Am I right? Yes. Okay. The real test was going to be what happens when they go down to the Bayou. When they go down to Louisiana and they play in that dome. How was they going to be able to handle that? Now, I will admit I picked them to win that game. And I was kind of hoping they would lose. And they did. Then they come home and they play Aaron Rodgers. They stink up the joint in that game. Dak stinked up the joint. The defense stunk up the joint. The Cowboys are now on a two-game losing streak. It was to the point where the Packers had a 31-3 lead in the third quarter, even though it went to 31-10 going into the fourth. But I'll say this for the Cowboys. Right now is not the time for y'all to be fucking up. Y'all now tied with the Eagles for the division lead. And again, I have Philly winning the division. So it's actually going the way I planned. Dak, I think you're hurting your chances on getting that big money. The first three games, yeah. But now, I don't know, man. I don't know. You're still going to get paid. But I don't know if you're going to get that money that you're looking for. 463 yards, but most of them yards was from, you know, you got to catch up now. Two touchdowns, three interceptions. One of the interceptions I'm not going to blame you for. Because Amari Cooper should have caught that pass. It was right in his hands. He should have caught it. So that one I'm not going to give you. But again, technically, on your resume for this season, it's going to say three interceptions this game. Bam. Zeke, I mean, since you've been back, I mean, since, I mean, since you've been back from that Cabo break, you ain't really been doing much. I think five games this season, I want to say probably two games, you was either close to 100 or cracked over 100. Amari Cooper, man, you played great this game, except for that drop touchdown pass from before, 226 yards. Michael Gallup, 113 yards. Okay, okay, okay. Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. Jason motherfucking Garrett. I've been saying this for years. It's time for him to go as a coach. And th this season might be the one. This may be the season he's gone. Because, remember, Jerry Jones didn't give him an extension this year. So he playing for his season. He playing for his coaching job. I honestly think that if Jason Garrett does not get the Dallas Cowboys at least to the NFC Championship game, he's gone. Playoffs is just not good enough for him. Well, at least for Jerry Jones, it's not. He has to get the Cowboys to either the NFC title game or even better, to the Super Bowl for him to coach them next season. So his season is on the line this game. Well, not this game, but his, his, his coaching job is on the line this upcoming season. I've said it for years. He's not a head coach. He is an offensive coordinator. It's nothing wrong with just being a coordinator. There's nothing wrong with it. I think he's probably the highest paid coordinator that's a head coach, if y'all get where I'm going. But see, here's the thing. Jerry Jones loves him so much. He treats him like a son. Kellen Moore. Cowboy fans was raving about him the first three weeks. What's going on now with these two-game losing streaks? What happened to the offense that happened the first three games? What's going on with that? Right now, the Cowboys, they are ranked 
13th in rush defense. They're ranked 9th in pass defense. They're ranked 6th overall. I give them that. I give them that. But listen, these next few games for y'all going to be interesting. These, these, aren't, these aren't some easy games for y'all. They're not. I, well, actually, the next game that y'all got is going to be easy. Y'all going to MetLife to play the Jets. That's already a dub. I'm giving my pick already for that now. Y'all going to win that. Then y'all got Philly. Y'all go to MetLife again to play the Giants. Then you play an elite defense like the Vikings. So that's not going to be easy. Detroit is playing well. And then, lo and behold, y'all come to Foxborough and play us. So right now, y'all three and two. That's one, two, three, four, five, six. That's three games I just gave y'all that y'all got coming up. So Cowboy fans, with these six games that I just said, how many of those games y'all actually think y'all can win? Like, be honest. I know y'all, let's see, see, this is the thing with you Cowboy fans. Y'all are not objective. Y'all heap praise on this team that ain't won shit since I was in the fifth grade. Well, fourth grade, which was 1995. You've only won two or three playoff games within that time. And y'all all all say the same shit. We going to the Super Bowl next year. Y'all could be 4-12 next year. We going to the Super Bowl. We going to be 0-16 next year. We going to the Super Bowl. Cowboy this, cowboy that. How about them Cowboys? Well, guess what? Y'all got six games coming up. The Jets, y'all could probably win that. Philly, who knows? Giants, division rival. You never know. You never know. You never know with those games. Vikings, that ain't easy. Detroit, that ain't easy. My team, y'all losing to us. So, Cowboys, Jets, that's one win. Cowboys, Patriots, that's a loss for y'all. So, that's... A loss and a, that's a loss. That's a loss and a win. How do y'all feel y'all gonna do against the Eagles, Giants, Vikings, and Lions? Lions. How y'all think y'all gonna do with that? But we shall find out. We shall find out soon enough. So Aaron B, you my brother, my SLA Network brother. Your team's in trouble right now. Your team's in trouble. Logan, we don't really hear from you that much. You know. You know. I, I hope all is well with you. You another one of my SLA Network brothers. You a cowboy too. You a cowboy fan too. So I hope you hear this. I hope, I hope all is well. Your cowboys in trouble, man. Your cowboys is in some deep shit. They better get it together. They better get it together. I tell you that much. The worst thing y'all could do is lose to the Jets. That's the worst thing y'all can do is lose to the Jets, which I don't think will happen. But just to say, if y'all do, woo. Shit, if I was Jerry Jones, I'll fire Jason Garrett after that game. <laughs> I'll fire him right after the game. Don't even go in the locker room. Don't even take, don't, 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 listen. Don't take nothing. You fired. That's just me. But it's a wrap for this segment. I'm done with it. There's nothing else to speak on. Um, That was basically my week three recap. You know what I'm saying? That was my week three recap. Um, So... I just had to speak on those two things. So when your boy gets back from his break, we're going to get into my NFL picks for this upcoming week. And I'm also going to give my player of the week from week five. And that was a tough one because I had I had a few candidates. I had a few. And I'm going to name them all. 
and then I'll give you know, you know, you know my winner or whatnot, because all of them deserved it. With you know, with the weeks that these guys had, they all deserved it. But I gotta give it to one. So when your boy gets back from his break, we gonna get into that. So this is your man Dre Day from Sportswear with Dre Day podcast. Your boy will be right back. Holla. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. Uh, this is the last segment. So y'all know how this goes. I usually put these two segments together. Um, week five player of the week and my picks for the upcoming week, which will be week six. But first, let me do my player of the week. Now, this one was probably this week as far as picking somebody to be player of the week. This was probably my toughest week. Probably my toughest week to pick somebody. And uh, let's just do a recap. The first two weeks, Lamar Jackson. First two weeks. Third week was, I believe it was Daniel Jones. Yeah, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones won the third week. Fourth week, Jameis Winston. We're now on week five. I will say that this week, I had four candidates. Four. Okay? I had Christian McCaffrey from the Carolina Panthers, who did his thing this past weekend. 176 rushing yards, 61 receiving yards. He had three touchdowns in total, 237 yards from scrimmage. I had Aaron Jones from the Packers. 182 yards from scrimmage, four touchdowns. With a win, I might add. Deshaun Watson, 426 passing yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions, zero sacks. And I also had Will Fuller, the fifth, who just so happens to be on Deshaun Watson's team, the Texans, 14 catches, 217 yards, and three receiving touchdowns. Those were the four candidates that I have to choose from. And first of all, let me just say this. In order for you, well, in order for me to reward you with player of the week, your team has to win. So you can have an amazing stat sheet. But if your team didn't win, I can't give it to you. There is no participation awards over here. You know what I'm saying? There is no just playing for, like, you getting a trophy for participation. Nah, we don't do that over here. On, we, we, we don't do that over here on Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. In order for you to be crowned player of the week, you had to have an amazing stat sheet and your team had to win. Having said all of that, I think I've been on this too long. My winner. For week five player of the week, drum roll please. For the first time in its installment of Sportsway with Dre Day's week by week player of the week. For the first time, we have co-player of the week. Yes, co-player of the week. My first candidate, my first winner will be Mr. Deshaun Watson. Now, before 
Congrats to Deshaun Watson. Can we can we put Deshaun Watson in that elite category as quarterbacks yet? Is it time to put him there or is it too early? Is it still a little premature? Because remember, he doesn't have that many postseason success. In fact, he doesn't have any at all. So for me, I can't put you in that class yet unless you, you know, have some postseason success. So he might be able to fall into that second tier, you know, with Dak Prescott, um, Deshaun Watson. Um, I mean, some people got Patrick Mahomes in, you know, the elite bracket already with only two years into it. But who knows? I'm still on the fence with that. Is he the best quarterback in football? Yes, I'll give him that. But to put him in that elite class, I don't know. I'm still on the fence with that. People, don't kill me. Don't kill me. All right? But, yeah, Deshaun Watson, he's my first one for player of the week. The second one who will be co-player of the week, I got to give it to his teammate, Will Fuller the fifth. Will Fuller the fifth. Again, 217 receiving yards. Three touchdowns. Now, Amari Cooper had a hell of a stat sheet, too. But again, he lost. I can't reward you if you lose. But if you win, and Will Fuller, oh, yeah, he did his thing. He did his thing. So I got to give credit where it's due. I got to give rewards when they are rewarded. So, yeah, I give it to him. Will Fuller, the fifth. Yes, you're also player of the week. So, and week fives. Player of the week. If y'all keep, you know, if you keeping track, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, if you keeping track of the players of the week. So, yeah, week five player of the week. We got Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller, the fifth of the Houston Texans. So, having getting that out the way, we can now go into my final, final segment of this episode. And that will be my picks for week six. This past week, had a horrible week. Had a bad week. Week five was a bad week for me. Bad week for me. 15 games and your boy was below 500. Seven and eight. Seven and eight. That's by far my worst week so far this season. So hopefully this week I can bounce back. Um, fucking charges. They lost. Um... That was the one game where I'm like, yo, that's probably a guaranteed win. The Broncos wasn't really, they ain't been doing much this season. So I figured they'll win. Who would expect the Chiefs to lose to the Colts, especially at home? If you were saying, you know, Indianapolis, yeah, cool. I don't know what made me pick the Browns over the 49ers. I, don't, I guess I was trying to show support to my dude, Manny Matt. I guess I was trying to show support to him. But... Yeah, I'm trying to get that week off my mind. So now we're going on to the next week, which is week six. Y'all know how this goes. The first games is always on a Thursday. So Thursday night football this week, we got the New York Giants, the New York football Giants against my Patriots. Now, this game here is actually intriguing to me. Very intriguing to me. Reason being is because I guess you could say we got ourselves a, a couple's rivalry in this game. My girlfriend, she's a Giants fan. 
Me, of course, I'm a Patriots fan. Now, of course, you know, the elephant in the room is they beat us twice in the Super Bowl. They know what it's like to end an undefeated streak for us. I get all of that. I get it. Okay, I get it. All right? But the way our team is playing right now, especially on defense, and going up against a rookie quarterback, it's one thing that Belichick doesn't do, and that struggle against rookie quarterbacks. So I know... I know I'm going to hear it from Giants fans. I already know I'm going to hear it. Y'all going to talk y'all shit. Oh, we oh we beat you. All right. It's in the past. Get over it. L-I-G. Let it go. But for this game, this game, this is a game y'all not going to win. First of all, it's in Foxborough, so you're definitely not winning there. Even though you have won a regular season game there before, which I think was 2011, if I'm not mistaken, if my memory serves me correct. But uh, y'all not winning this game. So I got my Patriots for that. Now we go to the Sunday games. We got the Panthers and we got the Buccaneers. Division rivalries. Gerard McCoy, he makes his return to Tampa in a Panthers uniform. Like I just said, Christian McCaffrey is balling his ass off for the Carolina Panthers. Cam is still out. The Panthers is on a three-game winning streak. This game right here is going to be interesting. I am going to go. I got to ride. They riding high, so they striking while the pot is hot. The Panthers are on a winning streak, um, so I'm going to go with them. I'm going to pick the Panthers to win that game. Next game, we got the Seahawks and the Browns. Now, I will say this. Like I said earlier in the, earlier in the podcast, the Cleveland Browns have been very inconsistent this year. They haven't garnered up a winning streak at all. In fact, they haven't even garnered up a losing streak. They lose one game, they win the next game. They lose one game, they win the next game. They lose another game. All right? Five games into the season, lose, win. Lose, win, lose. So if that helps, then shit, they should win this game, right? That's what you're thinking, right? Nope. I'm going with the Seahawks. The Seahawks are riding high. Russell Wilson is an MVP candidate. I think Cleveland is just damaged right now. Um, I'm not going to, you know, say what LeVar said about Lonzo and call them damaged goods. Because, you know, they can still they can still make some noise. Because after they play Seahawks and they play us, they somewhat got an easy schedule after that. But if you weren't able to win some of these games to start the season, I don't know. But... They will, they, they will receive a winning streak right now. But unfortunately, it won't be a winning streak. It'll be a losing streak. So I got them going on their two-game losing streak as they lose to the Seattle Seahawks. Sorry, Matty Matt. Um, this one here is going to be good. Texans and Chiefs. The future is at the palm of our hands as it pertains to quarterbacks in the National Football League. Patrick Mahomes. I concede he's the best quarterback in the NFL. I've conceded that. He got that. No problem here. Deshaun Watson, one of, one, of the, one of the top quarterbacks in the league. I wouldn't say elite. He's second tier. He's in that second tier of quarterbacks. That's what we got in this game here. Chiefs, Texans. Will Fuller, will he be able to you know have a game like he had against... You know, 
who was it that they played last weekend? I don't even remember. I don't even give a fuck. But even so, yeah, so will he be able to, you know, garner up them same numbers? Deshaun, not even Deshaun, who is it? Um, D-Hop. He's been kind of quiet this season. And he, he's one of my top receivers in the league, but he's been somewhat quiet this season. Um, Sammy Watson, you know, Sam, Sammy Watts, Sammy Watson is hurt. Um, Tyreek Hill, he's questionable. Um, damn, I'm just trying to figure out. Like, this, this is a tough one. This is a real tough one. But I think with Kansas City losing at home Sunday night, I think they're going to right the wrong on this one. And it's a home game. So I think they're going to right the wrong on this one. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs to win this game. Redskins-Dolphins. This is another game I really don't care for. Well, actually, this is the first game this week I don't care for. Two trash teams, two horrible teams. Both of these teams are 0-9 in total. The Dolphins are 0-4. The Redskins are 0-5. They shouldn't even televise this game at all. You know, I know in Washington they're going to show the game. I know in Miami they're going to show the game. But they shouldn't show this game at all. Fuck it. Record the shit. Don't let it be televised. Because neither one of these teams deserve any TV time. Even for their local tone. Even for their local team. Even for their local network. But of course, you got to pick a team. And for this one, I honestly don't know who I'm going to pick. I honestly don't know who I'm going to pick. But, just because my man AP, Adrian Peterson, plays for the Redskins, I'm going to pick the Washington... Well, let me stop saying Redskins because I really don't like saying that name. The Washington team. I'm going to go with the Washington team, okay? That team in D.C., as Stephen A. would say, Chocolate City. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Washington team to win over the Miami Dolphins. Eagles and Vikings. This is a tough one. Real tough one. Um, the Vikings have done well against the Eagles in, in, in recent years. I believe last year they played each other in the regular season. Um, I remember that game because I was coming home. I was coming home from Florida from visiting my son. And uh, they played each other. And I think the Vikings won that game. And it was in Philly. Um, so now Philly gets a chance to go to Minnesota and write that wrong from last year. Um, I think the Sean Jackson, I think he's still, he's doubtful. Um, Darren Spoles is out. Um, Minnesota, a lot of their defensive players, they're questionable in this game. Kentrell Brothers, uh, Mac Alexander is questionable. Um, if I had to pick, I am going to go, damn, man, Kirk Cousins, man, I'm not a fan of this dude, man, I'm not a fan of his, I'm not, I mean, he played good against the Giants, but again, it was against the Giants, so you can't really put any credibility to that, because that Giants defense is so horrible, but I'm going to go... I'm going to go with Philly. I'm going to go with the Eagles. I'm going to go with the Eagles with this one. I'm just not a fan of Kirk Cousins. And besides, the games that he's supposed to win, 
against the, the top teams, like against the big teams, teams that are playoff bound or maybe going to be playoff bound, he don't actually win those games. So I'm not picking him to win this game. I got the Eagles to win this game. Saints and Jaguars. Saints are riding high right now. Jaguars, I mean, Mr. Mustache, you know, he's having a good season. The Saints are riding high right now. Teddy Bridgewater is doing a hell of a job in place of Breeze until he returns. Michael Thomas is doing good. Alvin Kamara is doing good. The Saints defense has been doing very well. Um, with the Jaguars, Jalen Ramsey's still questionable. You know, back injury, a.k.a. trying to get traded. Um, damn, I'm not sure. This game, I'm not sure. Th like, th this one here, this is a trap em game. This is a trap game, in my opinion. In my honest opinion. But if I had to pick, Damn, I really don't want to do this. I really don't want to do this, but this will be the game where I go on a limb and have an upset. I'm going with the Jaguars to win just off the strength that they are home. So I'm going with the Jaguars to pull the upset. Ravens and Bengals, Ravens. I know I'm supposed to do the whole, oh, it's a division rivalry game. Anything goes. Anything can happen. Nah, fuck the bullshit for that one. Nah, Ravens got this game. I don't trust the Bengals. I don't respect the Bengals. So, yeah, that's a dub on that one. We got the Rams and the 49ers. 49ers, the only undefeated team in the NFC. The Rams are on a two-game losing streak. This one is quite interesting very interesting um damn then this is a trap game too this is a real trap game if you really think about it but i am going to go with <sighs> damn this one is tough man i am going to go Man, fuck it. I don't, man, honestly, it's something about the 49ers that I just don't give them that cred yet. I just don't. They will earn my respect if they can win this game. If they can win this game, they will earn my respect. But they got to beat my pick first. So for that, I'm going with the Rams. I'm going with the Rams. I just don't trust the 49ers. I don't, I don't fully respect them just yet. I don't. Falcons and Cardinals, both of these teams are trash. Both of these teams are horrible. I don't know who to pick. Kyler Murray, he got his first victory last week against the Bengals. The Falcons, they only got one win, and that was against the Eagles on Sunday Night Football. So I'm really not sure who I'm going to pick for this one. I'm going to pick the... F Damn. Dang, I really didn't know who I was going to pick. I am going to go with them ATL boys. I'm going to go with the Falcons. I'm going to go with the Falcons to win this game. Don't really respect them. Matt Ryan is basically overrated. He's been overrated since that MVP, if you ask me. Julio Jones has been quite quiet this year, even though he got paid his money, rightfully so, but 
he's pretty much been very mediocre this season, to say the least. Broncos and Texans. See, this is, see, see, this is the problem I have with Tennessee. When I pick them, they lose. When I don't pick them, they win. So this one, I'm very, very, I'm having a hard time with this one. Really having a hard time with this one. Um, I'm going to pick the Broncos. I'm going to pick the Broncos because they're at home. And, I mean, they beat the division rivals, the Chargers, last week. So that should do something for them. The Titans, let's try something real quick. I, I, I want to see something. I picked y'all last week and y'all fucked it up for me. So now I'm picking y'all to lose and let's see what happens. Cowboys, Jets, Cowboys. Nothing to say about that. That's an afternoon game. Damn, they gave the Jets an afternoon game? I guess it's because I guess it's because they're going against. I guess it's because they're going up against. The Cowboys. Chargers and Steelers. Well, Mason Randolph, Rudolph, he's definitely not playing because he got shit knocked out of him in that game against the Ravens this past weekend. So they don't have a quarterback. A quarterback that's even worth talking about. So on that one, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'm going to go with the Chargers to win that game. And then we got Monday Night Football. We got the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. And I'm going to go with that bad man and Aaron Rodgers. So there you have it. Those are my picks for week six. Let me go over them. I got the Patriots. I got the Panthers. Seahawks. Chiefs. The Washington team. I got the Eagles. I got the Jaguars. Redskins. I mean, oh, whoa, Redskins, sorry. Ravens, Rams, Falcons, Broncos, Cowboys, Steelers, and Packers. So those are my picks for week six. And it's a wrap for this episode. I want to thank everybody for their constant support. Um, sharing the podcast, spreading the word. Thank you to all the, well, fans, audience, whatever. Like, just I, I just thank y'all in general. Um, salute to my SLA Network brothers, you know what I mean, Aaron B, Maddie Matt, Sam Archer, Logan, you know what I'm saying, I want to, you know, salute to y'all, you know what I'm saying, I also want to give a shout out to Ivory Cunningham, you could basically say she's the first lady of the SLA Network, you know what I'm saying, she has her own podcast as well. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to her. Um, she has a podcast, you know, just streaming about weight loss. So, you know, the podcast is ST Weight Loss. You know what I'm saying? So, you can catch her on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. So, we welcome her to the SLA, the SLA Network team. So, she's the first lady of the crew. You know what I mean? So, Salute to salute to my squad. I also gotta salute my guys, Guru and Lucky Lefty. I don't wanna leave y'all out. You know what I mean? Y'all my dude, so I gotta salute y'all. Um, salute to all 
the other salute to all the other people that I've been able to speak with in the podcasting game, which would be my girls from LA, Speak Up Podcast, Renisa and Jen, um, my St. Louis girls, Brianna Nicole and Vicky D. I know y'all, you know, at the edge of y'all seats, you know, y'all praying and hoping your Cardinals, you know, make it to the NLCS. We'll find out today if that happens. So good luck to your Cardinals. And uh, again, salute to everybody else that I've been able to reenact with and have convos with and network with. So salute to everybody that's doing this podcasting thing. So again, it's a wrap for this episode. You can download the Anchor app, put in Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. You can hear the episodes, all 68 of them. This will be number 68. Um, the podcast is streaming on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public. You can also go on my social media pages on Facebook, Dre Day, um, Instagram, Dre Day 1985, or the podcast page, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast, on Twitter, Dre Day 1985. So all the episodes, I always drop the episodes and share them on my social media pages. So you can always check those out as well. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I hope you enjoy the episode. Um, give the boy some feedback, man. You know what I'm saying? Hit, hit the DM. You know what I'm saying? You know, hit the DM. Tell me what you think about the episodes. And uh, again... Thank you again for all the support and all the love. I'm very grateful. I'm very thankful. And again, this is a passion of mine, man. So this, again, I, I keep saying this. Sports is a safe haven for me. You know, to get behind this mic and talk my shit, you know, it's, it, 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 enables, it, it enables me to get away from, you know, stress or depression or whatever the case may be. So... Thank y'all again for all the love and support that you've been giving me. Oh, before I go, it just showed up on my screen that Coco, baby girl, tennis player, she's now ranked number 94 in women's tennis. So now she's no longer in the hundreds. She's in the top 100 now. So congrats to baby girl Coco for that. Can't wait to see you next year in the majors. So again, your boy is signing out. This has been another episode with Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Have a blessed day for everybody in the tri-state area. I'm quite sure it's raining in the tri everywhere, whether it's New York, Connecticut, Jersey, PA. Stay safe. Um, if you're home from work, get yourself a, next, a Netflix and chill day. I wish I was able to, but unfortunately, my lady lives in PA, so I'm not able to. But uh, again... This has been another episode with Sportsman with Dre Day Podcast. God bless. Peace and love. Catch y'all on the next episode, which is number 69. But holla at your boy. Peace and love. Your boy is signing out.